This is the Daily Podcast Practice Show for Sunday, October 17th, 2021. I'm your host, Rich Grimshaw, here to practice the art, the craft, and the sport of podcasting. Today is National Clean Your Virtual Desktop Day. At least that's what it says on nationaltoday.com. I don't know whether to believe them or not, but this says there are 365 days in a year. That's not news, and that's true for three out of every four years. Yet most of us neglect the condition of our computers. Oh, those poor, mistreated, unloved creatures. Technology is more advanced than ever, so we have become accustomed to not maintaining them. I don't get the logic there, but anyhow, thanks to the good folks at the Personal Computer Museum of Ontario, Canada, yes, there really is such a place, that has changed. On the third Monday of October, on October 17 this year, People celebrate National Clean Your Virtual Desktop Day by doing just that, making sure their desktops are clean. Well, let's poke into this just a little bit, because as it turns out, there was a personal computer uh, museum in Ontario, Canada, but it's not there anymore. It was started in 2005 by Sid, S-Y-D, Sid Bolton, its founder and curator, and it was supported by a group of dedicated volunteers. But Sid died in 2018, and so this thing has been closed permanently, and the contents are supposed to be dispersed to other agencies. That's what it says on Wikipedia, and so we can be sure that it's true. Let's see. When it was open, though, uh, there were over 50 interactive personal computers on display from a wide variety of manufacturers, including Apple, Atari, Commodore, IBM, Radio Shack, Timex, Mattel, and others. It also had a large library of original software and a huge archive of computer-related magazines. Yeah, there were a lot of magazines. I, boy, I remember uh, looking forward to getting um, the next copy of Macworld on the newsstand when, back when that was hot. The museum's mandate was to preserve computer technology and, more importantly, to offer interactivity with older machines. It welcomed private tours from schools and other groups. It was open to students to study the origins of computers and the various technologies involved. Parents were welcome to bring children to see computers which the parents may have once used. Back in my day, I used a floppy disk. And admission was free. Well, that's kind of neat, and I'm sorry that the museum is not there anymore. I can't imagine that it was extremely popular, but who am I to say? Oh, look, there is a 1953 Admiral black-and-white television downstairs connected to a game of Pong. 1953, of course, being a great year, the year one of the people closest to me was born. So since the uh, museum isn't there anymore, I wonder if we're still supposed to observe this day. Well, maybe. I'll take a look at my virtual desktop a little bit later today. We've got a special birthday today. Born on this day in 1956 in Decatur, Alabama, astronaut and physician Mae Jemison, J-E-M-I-S-O-N, Jemison, the first African-American woman in space. She's, this lady is something else. She was a mission specialist on the Endeavor in 1993, and to read the rest of her biography, it's kind of like, you know, just something she decided she would do, and then she did it. Um, Let's see, she joined NASA in 1987, uh, had that flight in 1993, and then left right after that to form her own technology company. company. She's also the first real-life astronaut to appear in Star Trek. She She was a guest on an episode in 1993. 
like I said, May is just extraordinary. So I'm reading from her page in Wikipedia, and I learned that she entered Stanford University at age 16, graduated with degrees, that's the plural, in chemical engineering, African studies, and African American studies. Then she earned her medical degree from Cornell University and was a doctor for the Peace Corps in Liberia and Sierra Leone from 1983 until 1985. And she also worked as a general practitioner. Then she applied to NASA and got accepted and, of course, went on that mission in 1993. But wait, there's more. She has also written several books for children and appeared on several television shows, not just the Star Trek show. She holds at least 10 honorary doctorates and has been inducted into the National Women's Hall of Fame and the International Space Hall of Fame. Well, happy birthday, Mae Jemison. You are an extraordinary human being, and I'm just happy to know more about you today. And thank you for your many contributions to our human culture. I wish you many, many happy returns of the day. I'm sure you're not going to be disappointed to know that I did not send a card. Today's word is defunct, and it's spelled D-E-F-U-N-C-T. From Merriam-Webster.com, we learn that defunct is an adjective that means no longer living, existing, or functioning. And here's the word used in a sentence that I just made up. The now-defunct Personal Computer Museum first opened its doors to the public in September 2005. Pretty good word, defunct. That's an everyday word. Yeah, you could use it once a day, I think. I'd give, I'd say it's a, a buck seventy-five. So try try using defunct in uh, in a Reddit post later this week. Let's take a question from teambuilding.com. Gosh, I hope they don't want me to live in a tree for another year. They've already had me living in space and trying to live at the bottom of the ocean. So no, let's see what they say. All right. If money were no object. What outrageous luxury would you add to your house? Oh, that's hard to say. I think I would first uh, I, I would first ask Jan. Jan, what outrageous luxury would you like to add to your house? <laughs> and then we would add whatever she picked. I don't know. You know, we have far more house than we need, but it's very comfortable. There are a few things that come to mind. Uh, for a long, long, long time, I wanted a nice wood shop. Well, I have a nice woodworking shop. The only thing I don't have is enough time to go in there and mess around with things. But I have a nice wood shop. I guess if I were going to add something, it'd have to be it'd be a, a hard study, a hard choice between a new master bathroom with a stepless shower because I have a feeling in a couple of years, I'm going to need a stepless shower. I just see that coming, okay? Uh, right now, we don't have one of those. Or it would be nice to have a, a large sound studio, something where that was large enough that I could invite some people over and we could just hang out and play together and uh, and be comfortable. I don't know which one would cost more. I guess the, uh, the, the studio would probably cost more. It's just more square feet. But the master bath, hmm, that could be... That could be kind of tricky because the space we have would have to be made a little bit larger, I think. Yeah, but it's really not my choice. It's up to Jan. So, Jan, think about that. If money were no object, what outrageous luxury would you add to the house? Oh, and just by the way, money is an object, so this is not uh, not something that's going to happen. It's just hypothetical. All right, that's all for today. I'm going to wrap this up in this uh, this drop cloth that I have here, this canvas drop cloth. I put the patio furniture on it earlier today so I could spray paint it. 
So we'll wrap up this show in the drop cloth, and then we'll stick a fork in it because it's done. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.